Vendors have two extra weeks to tell the General Services Administration how they would run an e-commerce platform. The bid deadline extension comes after industry submitted more than 70 questions to GSA about that solicitation, and this is a congressionally mandated commercial-like online buying portal that GSA is supposed to be building. Laura Stanton is GSA's Deputy Assistant Commissioner for Category Management in the Federal Acquisition Service. She tells Executive Editor Jason Miller about how GSA is moving from theory to proof of concept for the e-commerce platform. The goal of the RFP is to get the proof of concept up and running. We've been working on the uh, Section 846 Commercial Platforms Initiative for the past two years, and we've theorized about a lot of things, and we want to get the proof of concept up and running so we can get some real data and really see what success looks like in this case. What kind of reaction are you seeing from the industry about the RFP uh, comments or, or, or questions or even just interest? Like if you guys had an industry day, uh, I know you've had it several over the last couple, year and a half or so, but, but if you've had some recent trends that you could point to of, of interest about the e-commerce platform. Since we do have an open acquisition on the street, I'll hold off on talking about industry, but what I will say is that the agencies have been very excited. Uh, we are getting the agencies coming to us, raising their hands, saying, we want to participate in the proof of concept. What can you do to bring us in? And um, enthusiasm on that front. Did that surprise you? Were you expecting agencies to be you know, more dragged into this versus you know coming at you willingly or did you have a hint that maybe they were ready for something like this to to you know as soon as you opened the door they'd walk through it so once the b2b capability the business to business capabilities are relatively new and so i think agencies have been either thinking about doing it going into this themselves already and entering into agreements with e-commerce platform providers or they've their people have already taken it in their own hands to take advantage of some of those benefits. And so coming to GSA as part of the Section 846 initiative means that they're taking part in that whole-of-government approach. And this is not a mandatory program, and so what they're doing is basically raising their hands saying, we see benefit in actually getting the, the leveraging the government's buying power, which translates into discounts or tiered pricing on the B2B prices available on these platforms. It also means that they get the B2B capabilities, which are slightly different than you see in your consumer life. Those capabilities include things like work workflow management, approval processes, spend data and analytics uh, capabilities. And then finally, for the agencies, the big value proposition of taking part in this program is getting their hands on that spend data. That's been consistently the biggest thing that they've wanted to see is that micro-purchase spend. And we know uh, GSA Administrator Emily Murphy spoke at the Imagination Nation ELC 2019 conference. It's just something like the market is something around $6 billion, and all that's happening today kind of, if you will, under the covers. You, we know it's happening, but how much in the data, uh, th- that's really what they're looking at, going, how can we better spend that? their portion of that $6 billion. That's exactly what the agencies are looking at, is this is the tail spend. I mean, $6 billion is a very small percentage of the total government spend, but it's still a huge number. And so getting agencies being able to look at that tail spend, see where they ought to be 
putting things together, putting uh, purchases together more strategically where they have those opportunities. Also looking at the socioeconomic benefits are key. And that's one of the reasons there's a lot of excitement around the data. I know if I ask you which agencies are excited, you tell me, you can't tell me yet, but can you give me a number? Is it a dozen? Is it five? Can you give me any sense? Big, small, medium? So from the standpoint of agency size, mixture of agency sizes and large agencies to also components of large agencies as opposed to a full rollout, as well as smaller agencies. So so a huge mix on that side, as well as the amount that they're each spending. And then about six to eight agencies is about what we're interested in looking at to launch this. That gives us a, a good number, a good diversity, as well as without it being too overwhelming to work with each one very closely. The proof of concept you're talking about is supposed to launch, I think, in early 2020. It's going to run for about three years. Walk me through the, the preparations you guys are doing, I guess, both internally, I mean, within GSA, and then obviously how you're communicating with other agencies. It's it's a good first step to get that you're hearing from them that they're interested. So let's start internal preparations beyond the RFP, of course. So a couple of things. One is we're looking at pulling together a set of success metrics to ensure that we're meeting the goals of the program. Those will be part of the report that we are owed to Congress in April of 2020. So you'll have more more information will be forthcoming on that. The second is uh, internally is the value proposition around data. So we're doing a lot of work to make sure that we can get that data in and that we can both do internal analysis on it within GSA and that we can get it back out to the agencies. So there's a tremendous amount of work going in on data intake, internal management, and then externally sharing that data again to the federal agencies. In terms of our work externally, with the, we're reaching out to those agencies. We're understanding what they need for change management around the purchase card data, around their government purchase card holders, and also what they need, what would be valuable for them in terms of spend analytics and data elements. Once again, all of this is going back towards making sure that we can roll out that data as quickly as possible. We know GSA runs the purchase card, the government credit card for the government. My question, though, comes back around to, was there any thought to just doing a better job with the credit card data that you're already receiving from the credit card providers versus launching something new? I mean, I know Congress mandated the new, so that maybe takes away the question, but couldn't, could you delve deeper into the credit card data to get a lot of the spend data? So you mentioned earlier the $6 billion market. We used the credit card data in order to make that, in order to get to that number. So we've spent a lot of time analyzing, looking at the existing credit card data. What we are hearing, and this is le- this, what the agencies are telling us, is they want greater uh, specificity and more data elements out of the data that they're receiving. As you pointed out, this is uh, Section 846 is clearly a mandate from Congress. And so we're looking at the best way that we can we can get the value out of it. And the data became really, as I keep coming back to the data being the value proposition. Remind me now, because the RFP, did, it did include certain acquisition regulations like Trade Agreements Act. It did include certain things like the the Barry Amendment or, or things of that nature? Or, or did you guys, were you guys able to waive them because it's below the micro-purchase threshold? So all of the ordering for this has, it has to meet all of the micro-purchase uh, requirements, which includes um, meeting Section 889 on the covered telecommunications equipment that was recently implemented. It also means that we have to follow the sources of supply um, in the in the federal acquisition regulation, which includes making sure that we have ability uh, ability one items are prioritized, actually mandated, 
and uh, federal prison industries and other things. So we have all of the requirements under the micro-purchase level are included. Let's talk about Ability One because one of the concerns I have heard is this idea of essentially the same product. And it's a requirement that basically if you can, uh, you have to buy it from Ability One if it's essentially the same as the commercial item. How are you trying to alleviate any concerns about, you know, buyers buying non-Ability One products? Because I've heard that, that you can't lay it on the feet, if you will, of the e-marketplace provider, e-commerce provider. What's the government's role? There's absolutely a role for the government. First of all, GSA spent We've met with Ability One a number of times and had an opportunity to talk about the different, to talk about how does uh, the implementation of the commercial marketplaces meet their goals and help them achieve their goals. The second is is that all of our ordering procedures that we're going to be putting in place for the buyers do describe the sources of supply and do talk about the Ability One items and the buyer's obligation in order to buy the the Ability One items. And so in the RFP, what you'll end up seeing is a set of requirements that ask the e-marketplaces what their strategy is to meet it and also put in what's referred to as the block and substitution uh, requirement to make sure that um, the government buyers are are able to easily buy the ability one items on on the platform. So blocking blocking the commercial items in the in the case where there's essentially the same. Laura Stanton is Deputy Assistant Commissioner for Category Management at the GSA's Federal Acquisition Service. Speaking with Federal News Network's Jason Miller. More at federalnewsnetwork.com. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature.